I speak the truth. I'm gonna ask you to Google like that. This can't be real. She's only now beginning to consume the corpses. That's devastating. Whales are getting breast cancer. And for whatever reason, I was really high. What? BFK, get your dick sucked. Different than, than what mom and dad want. I know lots of stupid shit that I shouldn't really have any reason to know. Welcome to Ball of Confusion, a podcast where we try to make sense of this crazy space rock we're on. I am producer boy Frank, and along with me is the ninth wonder of the world, Rob Lee. Get the fuck out of here! No, I cannot. I'm serious. <laughs> All right. So, what's up, man? How's your How's your week been? So far, so good. Um, can't really complain. You know, up to this point. Um, trying to, you know, just been keeping myself busy. I forgot to silence my phone. I'm silencing. Oh, my phone. you sinner! This is like yeah. you know court. Or church. I know. See what God just did to us, man? (laughs) God did that, man! It's not God. You're a fucking narcotics agent. (laughs) So I've got an interesting update from... uh, Actually, this just popped up last night. I was talking to uh, an older relative of mine, uh, basically about what an awful person you are, about mm-hmm. your uh, all Asians look the same, like they have Down syndrome. That came across bad. Right, yeah, because you're a, a bad human. And that's kind of what I was telling him, that, you know, Rob is an awful human being, and this is one thing that he said on the podcast. <laughs> and then he told me something that will either make you look better or make the entire world look much, much worse. Lay it on me. Okay, so he said when he was 14, which would have been 1958, his biology class taught about, let me see what it's called, Mongolian idiots, or Mongolian idiocy. Mongolian idiocy. This is what Down syndrome was called up until about 1961, 67, depending on the source. And I looked it up on Wikipedia. Mongolian idiocy was what they used to call it. And um, I think... So, like, if you had Down syndrome, instead of calling it Down syndrome, they would call it they'd call Mongolian you a, idiocy? They'd call you a Mongolian idiot. Yeah. Even if you were, like, white and stuff? Well, yeah, and I think that at some point they thought it was, um, like, that you had Asian genes way back in your bloodline somewhere. And well, you kind of do. I mean, that's true. Oh, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah. Um, and it's possible. But, uh, you know, it's obviously uh, very false. That's not what causes it. And um, then a lot of, uh, I think, researchers in, like, China, maybe, or something like that. Anyway, they started getting pissed because they're like, uh, this is not from being part Asian and it has nothing to do with Asians. And, uh, but yeah, for a long time, the, Mongolian idiocy. I'm trying to think of something else that is kind of the same, you know, um, with like the reference point, like uh-huh. um, like you're Jewing somebody kind of thing. You don't mean like they actually are Jewish and they visit a synagogue. It's just, you know, it's... Yeah, well, and like um, I think South Park had that great episode on uh, the F word, which was faggot, and uh, the, all those Harley drivers came through, and the boys spray painted like uh, you know fags go home or fags or something like that. I don't know that I ever saw that one. Oh, it was great. They were like they're you know they had the school assembly and they were saying what you know who did this and the boys stood up like we did it and they're like why do you hate homosexuals and they're like, what? who who's talking about homosexuals but. They, did, they had a fun part. All the Harley drivers are in the library looking up the root of the word faggot. And they're like, it means a bundle of sticks. And in this year... It yeah, meant- <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it came to mean uh, homosexual, you know, things, but um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know. I'd really like to know, actually. I'm going to look that up for 
Yeah, that's your homework assignment. That's your homework assignment for next week is is research the word faggot and let us know how it came to be. Yeah, I mean, you said sticks that, it was, you know, makes me think penises and tummy sticks, which is, you know, kind of gay. Everything makes you think about penises, though, Rob. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the way it goes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that'll be your homework assignment. Look up the origin of this word. I think it'll be interesting. It was interesting on South Park, and I don't really remember everything that was on it. I will do this. Sweet. 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 All right, well, speaking of homework assignments, why don't we bust into that? So, I wanted to know about Marco Polo. All I know about Marco Polo is the game and what I've learned from a TV show on Netflix, and I assume that that is not sufficient, so teach me about Marco Polo. All right, well, in my, um, you know, learning uh, situations that I tried to do, I learned that... He was born in 1254 in Venice, Italy. He died in 1324 at the ripe old age of 69. <laughs> so you got his, he's got, you got his birth and death dates memorized then? Yes. Nice. You know I'm pretty good with numbers. Yes, yes, yes. He, he actually wasn't the first European to travel to China. Or the Far East, whatever you would like to reference it as. But he was the first one to really chronicle it and write a book of his travels and explain a lot of things in detail to the point where people, especially people in authority, became interested in and wanted to know more. Yeah, because, I mean, the Silk Road existed at that point, so there was already traders going back and forth, east to west, I don't know for sure, but I can imagine it would be something like a wagon train. Yeah. You know, nobody would go the whole distance. It would just be, you know, a little section at a time. Well, unless you were coming from the west and going east, you'd have to go the whole distance. This is true, but at that time, it took so many years. It's not like I could hop on a train and and be there in a day. You know, it Mm. took uh, four, five, six years sometimes just for very short distances because of the boats and marauding bandits boats and, and hose boats and hose you know um so what's uh did he have anything crazy any like uh tons of bastard kids little half asians little half polos? no he didn't have any of those he did have three kids of his own um and he later was, he's italian right he is italian yeah. Ve- venice is in italy yeah. <laughs> he uh he he didn't meet his dad till he was like 16 that's in the show. Like, his dad comes back to uh, to Italy. Niccolo. Meets, yeah, there you go. And uh, meets him for the first time. Then it's like, come on, we're going to go on the Silk Road. Or I think he stowed away in the TV show. He he did something, but him, his uncle, Mafio. Nice. And his dad, they all traveled east, and they met um, <laughs> Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan, there you yeah. go. And Kublai Khan wanted them to go to Jerusalem and bring him back a lantern with oil from Jerusalem and, and some letters from the papacy. Huh. And he, uh, he did end up doing that, but it took him, you know, many years after the initial request. And, and actually, I believe Kublai Khan died during that time. So his nephew was the you know, next one. Now, this might need to be spoilers for the TV show. I'm just saying. I, I plan on watching the next season. It's not like it's Breaking Bad. <laughs> Eat a bag of dicks about Marco Polo. I'm like, I wouldn't have known these otherwise. You've just ruined the show for me. Too damn bad. That's, that's just <laughs> tough luck. He, uh, he did, um, when he was gone, when they returned back to Venice, oh. 
uh, Venice was actually at war with Genoa. And when they got back, he... Salami? That's what I thought, too. I was like, these salami-having-ass motherfuckers took these Italians. This is ridiculous. He uh, he was actually imprisoned and uh, with his uncle for a, a short period of time. And then when the war was over, they were let go. That was actually toward the latter part of his life. He was already, you know, over 50. But uh, he, he did, he did uh, end up getting out and... He died on his own accord. He wasn't killed like I thought. Died on his own like he committed suicide or just like he died because he was old and it was... You know, it was like 800, 900 years ago. Uh, 69's a pretty ripe old age. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not like uh, some places in Africa now where like 34, you're you're ancient. Right, right. And of course, uh, this might be the first generation of people where somebody lives forever. Well, I hope so. I'd like to live forever. They just made uh, who uh, Kurzweil was saying that we'll all be hybrid machines by twenty thirty or something like that. Yeah, they said something about being able to download our conscience. Man, our, yeah, well, our conscience. But uh, yeah, I, I'm interested in that. And actually, that was in Superman in the in the Superman movie, um, uh, the remake. You know, like it used to be in, in the original Superman movie, the one with Christopher Reeves. Well, in that one, you know, he had to go to this fortress of solitude, and like it was just this like spirit that would talk to him in the ice. But in the in the remake Whoa. with uh, whoever the hell that was, um, Dean Kane. No, no, the movie, the movie, uh, Man of Steel. I have not seen this. Oh uh, well, okay. Well, uh, Russell Crowe was uh, Jor El, his dad, and the way that Superman was able to talk to Jor El was not through some mystic weirdness. It was because he downloaded his conscious to the um, to the spaceship, and so at some point, you know, they they talk about. It. So it's just you know all of his thoughts and memories and everything. And, um, and so, like, so it's not like anything new. It's not actually him. Well, it's, it's not really him. Well, it's every thought he has ever had and every feeling he's ever had. And in that way, it up to a finite point. Well, you know, it's a, it's a movie, but no, it's supposed to be like, it's everything. And so like, it could, it could come up with feedback based on this life experience that it, he really had. Uh, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't real. Um, and he couldn't, you know, I don't know, it could still learn, like, there could be new experiences, and, and It just wasn't, he, he wasn't free thinking. Well, you know, yeah, he was, he could, uh... I need to see this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a very minor part, but that's kind of the thing, like, if you have every thought that's ever been in your head, every experience that's ever been in, in like, You could base new... Well, yeah, and, like, a computer that had all of your knowledge, all of your feelings, and all that stuff. Right, so and, based on your previous experiences, yeah, situations, that, answers, it can come up with what you would say based on what's going on now. Right, and, you know, yes. that's kind of, like, you know, it's kind of how your brain works anyway. Like, it's a computer that's, uh, you know, coming up with answers based on what your the experience files is. files are in the computer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just take his head and just plug it into a drive. This is crazy. I mean, if you would have thought, if we were alive 50 years ago and you were going to say, yeah, there's a little box you could fit on a table and it'll tell you everything. If you ask Chris, I he said, said, that's the devil. <laughs> if you ask Chris, he says, we're all going to be pieces of glass one day. It'll just be all of our consciousnesses uploaded to glass. Glass? like Like a glass I can drink out of? Yeah, no, like a like a piece of glass, like a micro, like a little tiny, super fast computer uh, using light. Where would my dick be? Yeah, would I would I have a a computer dick or would I have a 
a mainframe like you could, you could like build dick? a PowerPoint presentation that would project pictures of your dick. Okay, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> awesome. So good today. My presentation is going to be 15 minutes of my penis of my dick, a hologram model, and in the flesh. Oh yeah, holograms. There you go. Like you could just project the penis up wherever you go. Yes. <laughs> it's like carry this glass now. Put this glass on the table. Thank you. And now and now <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> For the next 75 minutes. Just like that what? one I sent you. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Rob sent me a text yesterday, and I was like, oh, it's a link. This might be an article he wants to talk about. So I click on it, and of course, it was just a big floppy penis bouncing back and forth. Yeah, it really wasn't fair. I ambushed him. Yeah. But I got ambushed, too. So Penis I, bushed. Yeah, basically. Uh, and it was in a, a text in such a way where it was like, oh, man, I just saw this on the news. You know, CBS is just reporting that... Uh, Duke Energy is doing a, a power grid flip, and you may be without power. Click this link to see if your home's in the area. And oh, I was is that like, how oh, you got shit. got? Yeah, that's yeah. how I got got. So I clicked it, and I was like, what is that? Oh, my God, it's a big floppy hooded penis. This is <laughs> not acceptable. I don't like turtlenecks. This is Florida. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I didn't even get uh, I didn't get all that pretense. It was just like, here's the link. It's I know, like, I okay, just linked Rob. you. Which is going to make me not click on your fucking links. Um, so oh, I'll elaborate more or just lie to you. <laughs> this whole show is going to suffer because of your obsession with penis pictures. I beg to differ. <laughs> True. Well, uh, I guess... What's on the agenda? Well, we got a few things. Um, I guess another update real quick on, on my week. Me. Yeah, so the, the Mongolian idiocy was a big thing. That was... Something I don't know if that makes the world full of awful people, or maybe you're just old-fashioned, not awful. But... I like to think of it as old-fashioned. <laughs> I'm the oldest 32-year-old you've ever seen in your life. I disagree. I'm like 73. Is that the guy with the old balls? <laughs> Are you on the five-year plan? Do you work at Hooters? What you got in the bag, Corinne? Chicken uh, wings and booby tassels? I like that movie. I do, too. Uh, but no, so my other thing, this is what has riled me up in anger, and, and my wife's going to roll her eyes at this point, but mm -hmm. in St. Pete, they just rolled out this, like, quote-unquote, universal curbside recycling program, and it's like, there's these giant fucking 95-gallon blue trash cans littered across the city where they've handed them out, and, you know, some people are going to be like, oh, recycling's good, you know, nobody should turn down recycling. Recycling is the devil. <laughs> well, fucking, we already had recycling in St. Pete, and people could choose to sign up for the program, and they would pay the subscription fee when they signed up. Right. Only 7,000 people signed up for it. And so, like, they were complaining because the fee could be less if more people signed up. And apparently this mayor ran on the universal curbside recycling. Well, fucking... Many of the neighborhoods here are set up for alley trash collection. Like, right. we have nowhere to put these things. And uh, the, the sanitation worker who I was talking to, he was like, yeah, and there'll be fines if you leave them out front. And That's uh, ridiculous. And it costs the city $10 million to set up. And it costs everybody 250 to $3 a month. And even in July, they can come and take the trash can away for you. Uh, but you still got to pay the 250 to $3 a month. For the rest of the year? <laughs> For the rest of time. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, there was no vote on it. Uh, the sanitation dude said that they polled people, and it was like 6 or 16% approval 
Um, so, like, even if it was 16, let's round, I think it was 6, but let's round up and say 16%. 16% of people like the idea, and they're like, fuck it, let's do it. That's terrible. Yeah, no, so I'm pretty pissed, but luckily, I just read this morning that, like, Old Northeast, which is a fairly affluent neighborhood, they've started bitching because these cans are so fucking big yeah. and bright blue that they, uh... That like they're just too big for the neighborhood, and like some of those lots are small, and like so it's it's taking. Right, you think you think some tiny little lady once that thing is totally full will be well, able to push that thing up and down, and you know, we, ramps with that are bricks well, half the when, time, and you can't block your driveway with it. And when you have curbside, I mean, when you have alley trash pickup, you do nice things on the road. Like you don't just have grass or something shitty. You know, a lot of times you do landscaping, so sure. you have to put it in the road. But these things are so big, they're blocking too much of the road. And uh, they're too big for the right because over in Old Northeast, for those that don't know, yeah, narrow roads. You park on the street, yeah, most yeah. of the time. Yeah, so you got cars there already. There's this shit in the way, and they ask like, "Well, why can't you can't you collect it in the alley?" Because the trucks they bought for the purpose of this program don't fit in the alley. Too fucking big for the alley. $10 million. Wow. Why and, does that not surprise me at dude, all? And think about the landmark of our fair town here, the pier. You know, we're about to build a brand new pier. Which is fucking retarded. I'm okay with a new pier, but the total budget for it, $50, $50 million. This is a fifth of that. And you know damn well it's going to be twice that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. I mean, that's 10, 10 mil to date to get started. They still have to employ people to run the program every year, and the administration's going to grow. It's oh, going to be... yeah. It's going to be awful. But that's, like, we had a program. People could opt into it if they wanted to. And, like, now it's just something shoved down all of our faces. See, the way they did it in Safety Harbor is they didn't really give us a choice. Yeah. They one day just dropped off this big green trash can looking thing. That's how they did it here. We don't have a fucking choice. And said... By the way, your trash just got moved from two days a week to one, uh, and now, you know, this recycling thing will be coming once a week, so... This is like they pick up every two weeks, and so it's such a stupid thing. There's a sticker that says you're B4 Tuesdays, so you gotta know that for the B4 program, you're every two weeks, and it's these Tuesdays, not on the other Tuesdays that you picked up. So you have to have a fucking calendar in your fridge to know Fuck when the pickup that. is. Yeah. Fuck that. When, like, those little boxes that people would get when they subscribed to the recycling program. Yes. Those are convenient. They're little boxes. You can put them wherever the fuck, carry them out, put them out. But this is a giant goddamn... Well, they weren't an eyesore either, like you said. Well, that's the thing. because People don't have room to put these. Like, not everyone's got garages. And so they're going to have to build spaces to hide these blue cans. But they're giant and blue, and they stick out, and they're littering the town. They're ugly. That, ugly, ugly, that ugly. That sucks, uh, sucks balls. It does. But yeah, like I said, I don't like recycling at all. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a sham. I think it's horse shit. Except well, for aluminum cans. Yeah. Uh, and there's been studies that have shown it. And it may have improved, but there's been studies that have shown, like, other than aluminum, um, paper, plastic, and glass uh, use more energy and create more pollution to recycle them um, than to, like, manufacture. Not to mention, and it's now a- there's the whole other municipality that's driving a whole other fleet of trucks... Putting all that exhaust in, into the atmosphere, so there's that too. I yeah, mean, and it's bad, and like money wise, it doesn't recoup the expenses. So it's a money hole, and it's actually no, because most of the stuff ends up in the landfill anyway. Well, and I saw something. This was actually all in Penn and Teller's bullshit. Saying like, I you, love that. Ah, me too. Um, it, apparently, they kept making seasons. I only saw like the first two seasons. I saw um, about three, I think. Yeah. 
well, this was one of the first seasons, and it, you know, they talked to people, and they showed up landfills where it's like, you know, it's not just shit in the ground, forget about it. Like, they're... No, decomposing trash gives off methane gas, which can be harvested and turned into electricity for homes. That's exactly fucking right. They were at the landfill in L.A., which I've actually seen. <laughs> Whoa! There. Whoa! <laughs> this big asphalt mountain that you know is full of trash with pipes coming out of it. But then when I found out that it provides electricity... Sweet. Why not? Yeah. And, you know, that seems like a good idea to me. And they've got their systems, you know. It's not like it fills up and, um, I don't know, like they, they can keep... It's them. not like you got shit water coming through your faucet. Well, and it's, they've been doing it for so long. If trash is, you know, if we're really in danger of, like, these landfills overtaking cities, we would, we'd be noticing it by now, you know? Well, I don't know if you remember from the show, they gave an example of what it would take. They made a little red square on a map and basically what it was was a place where we could take all the trash for the whole country for the next thousand years uh and it's it's a two like a two mile by one mile wide uh you know either a hole or or building facility whatever and like a hundred feet tall and that would be enough for like all the trash. It was it was something very small. Right, right. You know, in the middle of nowhere where it's not bothering anybody. Yeah, and like why not? And this is, you know, it you're you're not allowed to talk about this. Like no one can you're not allowed to question recycling because it's just it's you it has to be good for the environment. And if you say you don't want to do it, people look at you like you're an asshole for not wanting to recycle. Uneducated cunts. <laughs> Yeah, unlike us. Read a book. Yeah, we read books. Oh, I read articles. That's <laughs> three pages or less, man. I can I can do anything. Well, speaking of articles, let's uh, let's see what's been going on in the world today or this week. Ooh, oh. do tell. Yes, yeah. yes. So let's start. Well, actually, I want to start with yours. We I got to do my recycling here, but you sent me a text that just said Bush is coming back. Of the the pubes bush, not the president bush. Yeah, I happened upon something, and it was pretty much referencing women having the bush growing back. You know, not not just like a landing strip looking like, you know, a Brillo pad type situation. <laughs> you remember the, the old Playboys no. when we were kids? All the ladies still had the bush Brillo uh, pubic hair situation going on? I found a stash from like the 70s or something. I think they were my stepmom's brothers from like when he lived in the house, like way back when. I just found some. I was like, look at this. Yikes. Yeah, it was, it was afros. Smells like sex in here. <laughs> it was like afros and a scissor lock, you know? Yeah, I don't understand how that was ever attractive. It's just not really my bag. So the ladies are returning to the all natural. So I uh, so I've heard. Hmm. And he's sort of grooming or just straight afro puffing? No, I think roughing stuff with the afro puff. Interesting. Whoa. <laughs> Rock on with your bad self. That's crazy. I wonder how that, I heard something too where like the sale of um they said granny panties. I'm sure it's just like non thongs. Apparently like non thong underwear sales are going up uh because it's like, you know, thongs are basically for guys to enjoy. Yeah, I I can't imagine it's comfortable with a string in your ass. I yeah. I, I don't know. know. I don't think it would be. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't. But I do enjoy thongs. See, I got to think in Florida here where it's hot and everything, you know, a, a bush would create heat <laughs> and hold odor. So oh, God. I mean, I can almost guarantee that if you got a big old bush, you got a 
a fucking smelly, nasty snatch. <laughs> Maybe there's some scientific study we could do to, to look no into science. this. Science, hair, heat. Nasty snatch. Well, maybe a man on the street you can go around and just ask ladies. And... I don't want to hear about some man's <laughs> pubes. That's gross, too. I don't want to hear about his duck butter. I said ask hood. ladies. I said Ooh. man on the street. You can go ask, ask the ladies. Like, pardon me. Can Jesus, I, I sniff mis- your nether I misunderstood region? you. I made a mistake. Oh, Jesus, did you say steak? No, mistake. Mistake. Oh, see, now you went and got me all excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the human sound machine. You know what they say. You know what I mean? You know. Mm. All right. That's in Alaska, bro. That's in Oh, Juno, yes. Juno. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, okay, this is one that you sent me, so I want I want you to talk about it, but I got some stuff to, to add. The, okay. A DJ was beat to death in Chicago for playing the Iggy Azalea song. Yeah, I, I just heard that. He was at a party, a prom party, no less. It was a prom. Now, everybody's having a good time. Playing music, dancing. He put an Iggy Azalea song on, and they literally beat him to death. Yeah, let's see. This is uh, in Chicago at a prom. Von Von Steuben's high school. Let's see. They talked to a witness. He said, everybody was turning up. But then all of a sudden, he started playing an Iggy song, and like 30 brothers started beating his ass ruthlessly. It was crazy. I mean... I mean, I think they went too far. Like, why beat the man? Well, then again, why did he play Iggy Azalea? Said Kwame Richardson, a student of the high school. Kwame. Yeah, so that was his thing. Like, But, okay. So you sent that to me. And I looked it up. And I found it on, like, two websites. Including, like, the one I'm reading is Huzzlers.com. H-U-Z-L-E-R-S. Huzzlers.com. Sounds legitimate. Yeah, it does. And so I was like, well, surely I can find a local Chicago news station, radio station. No. No. It was like Huzzlers and some other website that I've never heard of. And I don't know if this happened. <laughs> Did it really happen? I, You know, the only... Maybe. There's... They... Who knows in Chicago anymore? Because I did a few search. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Guns are illegal, but Everyone- 80 people a week get shot. I know, seriously. Well, it works, you know. Only if you take away guns, no one will get shot. But, but still, like, I look for the guy's name. Like, his name is Franklin Garfield. I search for, like, Franklin Garfield uh, killed or something like that. I, I search nothing. For nothing. This, uh, this didn't happen. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you debunked it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm- I'm I was in the car. I really didn't have yeah. time to sit down and delve into it. You know? I enjoy it, though. I, it, the idea, well, not being beat to death, but, I, you know, punishing a DJ for playing shit music, I think, is okay. For realizing that something sucks so bad, yeah. this is a lesson. You shouldn't play it. Like, uh, Justin, anything Justin Bieber. Like, that guy should just be thrown out of the club at that point. Unless he's at a girl's, like, 14-year-old birthday right. party. Right, right. Go for it. But if you're at a prom, I mean, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Well, and I heard, uh, I heard that like Nick Jonas has a very popular song out. Like, what the, a little bitch. He's a, like the Jonas fuck brother. Nick Jonas. Have you heard his song? Fuck no. Yeah, I, I don't heard, give a fuck I about Nick Jonas or any other Jonas brother. Yeah, I, I don't even know what kind of music he makes as a solo artist. Poppy shit that me and you would hate. Yeah, that's pretty much what I assume. But. Like weaker Justin Bieber stuff. Ooh, God. At least Justin Bieber's really popular in the sense he's got a lot of followers. 
He I sells think, a lot of music. He's rich and all this I stuff. I think Nick Jonas does too. The yeah, Jonas Brothers but he's are huge. like he's like a second banana little bitch. He's like Robin. If, if, Robin. If, oh, like if, Batman if, and Robin. If Bieber's Batman, Nick Jonas is like a poor man's fucking Robin. I can't accept that Bieber would ever be a Batman. Period. He is the quintessential Not little bitch. Actually, Batman. No, yeah. I know. But even in an analogy, I just can't. I can't deal with that. Is that because you think you'd have a giant cock in a Batman suit? You have floated this theory before about the size of Bieber's penis. The strippers in Brazil said it was huge. Strippers never lie, do they? Damn, you got me again, bro. <laughs> Where do you keep coming up with all these crazy facts? These crazy theories. <laughs> I just don't know. What You were talking about looking at pictures of his dick. No, no, I've never seen Justin Bieber's penis. You were talking about his uh, his underwear model picture thing that he did. Did I talk about that? Yeah. You look at a lot of dick, man. It's okay. Dick's in front of me. I, mean, I can't <laughs> close my eyes and walk forward. I, I, what am I supposed to do? I don't have uh, hollow shoes like Ray Charles to hear the echoes off the walls, so I don't need a stick. You know what I'm saying? So you just have to go by the, the senses of your dick. My, my dick is like a hammerhead shark, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It senses the electrical impulses. Fact. Fact. All right. Well, here's um, here's something that's kind of funny. I'll do a short one. Cause, uh, I saw this. Did you see this? The Pittsburgh thing? Yes. Oh, man. So in Pitt- Pittsburgh's buses, they've been doing this stuff where it's like, like rocking and rolling, and, all, and uh, so their newest one is zigging and zagging. It's just they've been branding their buses with other, you know, different sayings. Yeah, like, yeah, I saw it. We're going through town. So right now they got zigging, zagging, zigging on the buses, and this lady was driving, and she looks up in her rearview mirror and sees it backwards, and was just like, "Oh, oh Lord, what does that say?" Because uh, apparently, when it's backwards, it looks like a racial epithet. Is it? I mean, it's A Z. It's well, not like it's E R S. Well, and that's the thing. It's you not know what A-S. I mean? It's yeah. not. Well, like, zagging backwards, and she's like, oh, that is unacceptable. Right, it's a capital Z, too. I, I mean, come on. But uh, but she complained, and uh, so Pittsburgh is going to pull that off, all of their buses. They already did, and you can still see the outline of where it says zagging, so it's not <laughs> yeah. totally gone. Well, that's the thing. I, I don't it's think... Its essence will live forever. I don't think they got a lot of complaints. I think they got one complaint about if it's backwards, it becomes a kind of racial slur. But everybody is a pussy now, and they bow to, you know... Pussy to public pressure, even when it's a few people. Like the Janet Jackson tit thing. Oh, that was With awesome. the Super Bowl, they yeah. ruined the whole, you know, broadcast everything when they made all the new rules... You yeah. know, they had 200,000 complaints. Really? Really. Mind you, there was 120 million people watching, so that's less than 1%. Yeah, that's that's not a lot. A big so percent. that's just too damn bad. Well, it's like, I don't know, even if... Even if kids saw it's not like it was graphic. Like, you know, there's nude beaches and stuff. It's a like, tit. I know. And you could barely see it. Barely. I there was a sunshine around it. Like, I remember, like, everyone was trying to pause. You had to look it up on the internet and, like, pause and zoom and everything. Dude, you know? if you pause and run one to that, you're a pussy. <laughs> well, it happens so quick. And, like, in America, they make a much bigger deal out of nudity than, like, in Europe, you know? And totally. In Spain, there was uh, somebody was telling me they went to Spain and they saw this ad, and it was like this naked woman, like she was rubbing fruit on herself and stuff. Yeah, it was totally ad- cool with it. It was an advertisement for fruit. 
They're just like, check out this naked chick. I mean, she likes tits, fruit. Tits and fruit. Yeah, man. Facts. <laughs> just like, do you like you like this naked chick? Buy fruit. <laughs> I want to see your banana and oranges. <laughs> what? Banana and oranges? I'm speaking as if she's me. Oh. Or I'm her. Or she's talking to me. Oh, she wants to I guess see the my, oranges are the balls, she wants huh? to see. She wants to see my fruit. I thought we were back on, like, the Jenner thing, and, like, the oranges were the boobs, and the banana was the penis. So I yeah. got kicked into bowls, and my, <laughs> my bowls are now the size of some Florida oranges. Uh, yeah, that happens. That really happens. It does. That would be, that would be terrifying. Yeah. All right, well... We're going to go into our, our first ad. Our first ad. We've got uh, the Meat Man, MeatManSteaks.com. Meat Man? Meat Man? The Meat Man is the web's number one shop for USDA prime steaks, exotic meats, and more delivered straight to your front door. You can buy rare, world-class items like genuine Japanese imported Kobe beef mm. mm-hmm, or Berkshire pork, along with wild game meats like bison, kangaroo, ostrich, and others. Have you ever had anything crazy like that? I had some of the ostrich. Yeah. I had some of the venison sticks. I remember those. The scorpion lollipops. Those, oh, yeah. Those, those are, are pretty cool. Oh, and, okay. So if you're feeling adventurous, try some uh, reptile like an eastern diamondback rattlesnake or Florida alligator. The rattlesnake was crazy. Did you eat any of that? I did not have any of the rattlesnake. It's, uh, you know, it's it's got lots of bones, but it's, uh, you know, the whole taste like chicken. Like all reptiles kind of a chickeny chickeny white meat kind yeah of it's deal. kind of like a blend if like if chicken was made out of the texture of fish or something you know but it, like it tastes like chicken like with snake at least it tastes like chicken but has the texture of like a white fish a mild white fish i'm just a caveman your world frightens and confuses <laughs> me i love that skit um every once in a while you can even find lion steaks or black bear ribs available in our web store the Meat Man is a truly one-of-a-kind experience, and I feel the superior way to buy your meats and find anything rare or wild that you're hunting for. It's also a great gift for Father's Day, which is coming up, yes. or birthday. We have gift cards and Meat Man t-shirts available, too. Oh, yeah, gift cards, man, for Father's Day. Like, you can send a pack. Like, that's what I used to do, is I'd send a pack of a bunch of meats to my dad. Nice. And uh, I'd do, like, the, the Berkshire chops that are mentioned in here and some prime steaks, and then he'd get to do it up, you know, for a couple big grill-outs. Uh, but the gift cards are nice, too, if you just don't know what the fuck to get. And you can use those on, online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, you get a gift code, um, and you can use it online. They, they, um, you either get emailed a code, or you can be um, FedExed a physical card um, if you want to, but why the Let's fuck Let's get do? physical. Let's get physical. And yeah, orders are shipped uh, FedEx and reusable styrofoam coolers with plenty of dry ice to keep the meat cool so it's ready to eat when it lands on your doorstep, be it solo dining or cookout with friends and family. Our customer satisfaction rate is through the roof. Everybody's talking about the meat man. So if you're an avid griller, a personal chef, a foodie, or just want to try the best of what's out there, the meat man is an indispensable as a chef's knife or a whisk. Get that meat. Get that meat. Um, sadly for international li- listeners, because we've got like people in Sweden and Norway and uh, uh, the Philippines, so they probably hate you now after you're talking. What? <laughs> after the all Asian? That's like, hey, absurd. I didn't mean Asian. all Asians. I, you just said all Asians look like they have Down syndrome, and they look exactly the no, same. I didn't say that. You're misconstruing you my words. Well, regardless, the Meat Man only uh, ships within the good old U.S. of A., but uh, keep hoping and grilling, and who knows what the future may hold. It's just some paperwork, I'm sure. I can see. It's a miracle. <laughs> Meatmansteaks.com. Meat Man? Eat wild. 
So, thanks to the Meat Man as our first sponsor for this year. Thank you, Meat Man. Thanks, Meat Man. And the Meat Mamas out there. Ooh, you Meat Mamas, too. Yeah, I know there's some Meat Man shirts. I think there's going to be some Meat Girl or Meat Mama or Meat Ma'am or something shirts coming out soon. We got to make some Meat Man pasties. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. There are uh, Meat Man chick shirts. They're just, uh, they, you know, say Meat Man, but who cares? Who cares? It's awesome. Awesome brand. Awesome logo. Yes. yes. The Meat Man makes it rain. <laughs> yes. Money. <laughs> um, my buddy, uh, my buddy Eric out in Orlando had this Meat Man shirt. He cut the sleeves off and it became like his go-to shirt for whenever it was a sleeveless shirt day, I suppose. I don't do that anymore for some reason. I've never done that. But uh, but he enjoyed it. And so he started something, I think he called it Shirt Swap Sunday or something. He likes to go drinking at the bars a lot. Okay. Uh, but he did this thing, Shirt Swap Sunday, and he kept taking all these pictures of, like, he was in his Meat Man shirt. And then he would trade shirts with a guy. And so then that guy was in the Meat Man shirt, and he was in whatever the dude shirt was. Weird. I know, and I assume, but, you know, interesting game, lots of pictures, and uh, so I assume by the end of it, he got his shirt back, but he just told me over Memorial Day that uh, that he left with someone else's shirt on. He said it was time for someone else to carry the Meat Man shirt torch, and he let it go. Which I'm sure they were on a road in the middle of nowhere, had to take a dump, and shredded it, and used it to wipe their Oh, ass. come on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So anyway, that guy's got to get his replacement shirt to get back on it. Facts. Facts. The Fed Rock. Okay, um, let's see. This is another thing. We were talking about um, whiny bitches, you know? And so, I'm sure people figured out in our first show, politically correct things don't really come out of our mouths a lot. Well, who, who gets to be the judge of that? I think it is. Yeah, well, yeah, it's fucking the weird thought police. And it seems like, I don't care, like, if for a while it was, you know, Republicans would say you can't say shit about, you know, like, the country or God or things like that. And then Democrats say you can't say shit about fucking anybody. So it's, it's, uh, it crosses all political spectrum, but there's definitely this, like, word police thing out there. Fuck them. Fuck them. Well, a while ago, you know, Chris Rock, uh, had an interview, I think, in the in New York Magazine or something, um, and he said he doesn't play college campuses anymore. He said that uh, college kids have lost their sense of humor. Um, They're pussies. Yeah, let's see. He said, blah, 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 stop playing colleges, and the reason is because they're way too conservative. The guy asked, in their political view? Not their political views, not like they're voting Republican, but in their social views, in their willingness... Uh, willingness not to offend anybody. Kids raised on a culture of we're not going to keep score in the game because we don't want anybody to lose or just ignoring race to a fault. You can't say the black kid over there. No, it's the guy with the red shoes. You can't even be offensive on your way to being inoffensive. And uh, he said he noticed about eight years ago. Um, I don't give a fuck what that shit says. I'm going to speak the way that I want to speak and people just need to realize... You know, if I say something that offends you, maybe it doesn't offend me. Maybe you need to think about the way that you're perceiving things. And there's real hate behind things. And then there's, like, joke. Like, with Chris Rock, a lot of things, jokes. Like, jokes are a lot of times at someone's expense. And it's not because, you know, there's hate behind it. But you're, you're pointing at, you're noticing something and drawing comedy from it, you know? Yes. I know. <laughs> and some people are offended just over enough. Well, so anyway, that brings me to this article that um, 
somebody retweeted on on the Twitter um, at Frank underscore Craft is my Twitter at Ball of Rob. Ball of Rob is Rob's, and that's the best place to reach us on the podcast stuff. But uh, this guy that I think he wrote, writes for the Washington Post sometimes. I follow him because he talks about. Um, Bitcoin stuff a lot. It's like at binary bits or something like that. Is Bitcoin dead yet? Fuck no. Bitcoin ever present, rising. It's strong. There was a lot of stuff going on with that though, wasn't there? Oh, uh, well, it was um with the drug thing. Oh there a yeah. Drug website. Also it was called all... the Silk Road. Oh okay. And then there's been a Silk Road too. Um, yeah, that only went down because the uh, the guy that was running it got real lazy. He was like 27 years old. Mm-hmm. He was going to like the library across the street from his apartment, and oh, then like. Dick. And he was just too loosey goosey with shit, so somebody was trying to extort him, and he went to he went to try to hire an assassin on his own website, and uh, of course it was a fed. That never, ever, ever works. Ever. Why never. would you even try it? Never. I don't because he was stupid and rich, and um, like he was just like fuck it, I'm you know I'm a kingpin. But no, so like Bitcoin, just like cash, can be used for nefarious things, right? Um, but like in Africa. It's become real huge because, like, the banking system's all fucked there. So, mm-hmm. like, they have huge transaction fees for stuff. And uh, so with Bitcoin, they can do it just with mobile phones. Because, you know, in, in a lot of areas, like in South America and Africa, they won't have computers and internet, but they'll have mobile phones right. and mobile internet. Because um, it's just one thing they have to power. So, anyway, they can do transactions with very low transaction fees. It's not regulated by a bunch of corrupt motherfuckers. Uh, right. Whether you're talking African government or the corrupt motherfuckers here, they run our banking Both. policy. Yeah, like regardless, so it's completely decentralized. I love Bitcoin. Bitcoin's awesome. But um, oh, but yeah. So I've, I found this article uh, that that guy retweeted, and um, the let's see, the title is "I'm a liberal professor and my liberal students terrify me." He's uh, he's using. What does that mean? Well, okay. So I I think in here it says it's a pseudonym, Edward Schlosser. 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 But he said that, like, okay, let's see. Things have changed since I started teaching. The vibe is different. I wish there were a less blunt way to put this, but my students sometimes scare me, particularly the liberal ones. Um, and he's like, not on a person-by-person sense, but students in general. Uh, this is on in Vox.com, though, by the way. Is this just, like, their outlook? Well, he said, like, the way it used to be, um, like, after <coughs> the uh, housing crisis crash, uh, he was talking about, some reasons for it and some students stood up and like well yeah what about uh freddie and fanny and, and all the loans given out to poor black people didn't in that what uh did it and so he was like well no that's actually not it i mean freddie and fanny were responsible but to say it was all poor black families is stupid yeah uh, no it wasn't that it, it no. was giving people loans that they blatantly couldn't afford and robo signing well the in the freddie and fanny part of it is because uh, the government was guaranteeing bad paper and so low so banks could give bad paper knowing that they wouldn't lose a dime and then they started bundling this bad thing that they didn't want to keep and they're selling it as a commodity because uh, people were like sure it's, it's going to be paid for it anyway so it, it was being sold repeatedly and there was a whole lot of money being tied repeatedly? up repeatedly <laughs> uh, repeatedly repeatedly yeah but anyway so regardless of that so he said like in that situation like that kid uh, reported him to the administrator and was like yeah, you know this guy's a a liberal shithead. He's only sh- uh, showing one side of the the what argument. A bitch. And so, well, but so the guy told him, uh, or the administrator told the professor. The professor was like, "Oh, I think that was the guy that said the housing crash was caused by poor black families getting loans." He's like, "So the administrator rolled his eyes." I wrote my response to the complaint, 
it was filed in, in my file, which I'm not even sure even exists. And, you know, went on my day. And that's how it used to work. You right. Can, student complains, teacher responds. And he said, like, now people, like, the kids are just waiting to be offended by everything. You know, just if anything could possibly offend anybody. Like, think about PCU, uh, that movie. Remember, like, these are, oh, our scrubs. Oh, are they? <laughs> was that PCU? Wasn't it? I don't. I think it was David Spade. But I don't think it was from PCU. I don't know. Fuck it. I don't remember. I don't remember. But uh, but anyway, now they just sit back waiting. So if you if you um, challenge them, like not even you not even say something like racist or sexist or whatever. But if you pose a question that's a challenging you know thought experiment, like mm-hmm. like I say, you took that kid's argument. And reversed it, so you post the question like, are poor black families to blame for the housing crisis? Or something like that. The fact that you're blaming them clearly means that you hate blacks. Well, and it'd be something like that, where like, um, some student, whether, you know, not necessarily even a black student, probably more likely a sissy white kid, uh, is going to complain about the the offensive way that you're teaching. And like, and now schools are so afraid, much like in Pittsburgh, one person complains, instead of saying like, take a hike, kid... Um, like right, don't look at it. Yeah, we're like it's something like turn that dial. Yeah, we're like it says zagging. Like that's not racist. Like instead of just like shut up, go away. Like one right. complaint is the end of the fucking world. I now. know it's ridiculous. It holds too much power. It's it's not right. Let me see if he has an example in here. Do um, you know they don't call Indian style Indian style anymore? Yeah, crisscross Criss-cross. applesauce. Yeah, that's what Trace called it, and I was like, "Well, that's cutesy." I never thought about it as literally little... the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. heard. Well, you know, when a we four... don't mean anything by it. No, I know, but when a four-year-old says it, it's adorable. You Indian <laughs> giver, you. Yeah, let's see. Oh, but like, so he was talking about how him and other teachers have been adjusting their teaching materials, like taking out anything that could remotely be offensive. Um, so they're not really teaching. Well, they just take out it, like. Um, one student or one professor took out any text written by Edward said, Syed said, I don't know that anyway, or uh, Mark Twain, you know, like obviously, and people have been wanting to rewrite Mark Twain, uh, cause of the character Jim. They wanted, uh, cause you know, quote unquote, the, the guy in Mark Twain, it's uh, often referred to as nigger Jim and, uh, they don't make it seem like a good thing. It's just that at that time in that part of the South, you know, that's how people spoke. So, and they want to take that out because it's offensive. So you don't want to be historically correct then. Well, yeah, and it, because like because in in these times that is a you know you don't say that obviously and like the, there's you know. And well, the, I'm not asking you to get a megaphone and go to yeah, a street corner like, on an apple box. Clan, yeah, and yeah. like or even use the word in polite society. But this character, this like uneducated kid from the South in the past when there were slaves and stuff. Yeah, or maybe post slave. I, I forget when it was. But, uh, no, there were slaves. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember if that was slaves or was when they were free, but essentially. Well, it depends where they were. If well, they were in the North, they... It was Missouri, I thought. Mark Twain was a Missouri guy. Who was the South? I'm Could've... your Huckleberry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so people want to rewrite the books on the off chance that that word, uh, will offend somebody reading it. Um, and like, it's like, granted, the word is an offensive word, but it's a book. Part of the story, and it's not even—it's not like it's Mein Kampf or like written by uh, Duke or something like that, where they're using it as like go get him. Yeah, it really just makes me want to be an asshole and go through random books at the library and pick something out I don't like and 
say that I'm a fan it. and yeah. get him to rewrite it. You know what I mean? Just to prove a point. Yeah, other people have banned books before, and they were called the Nazis. Right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, if something's offensive, um, like Mein Kampf, like, people should read it. Because it's like, this is what, you know, the world's, like, worst bad guy, and this was his plan. Right. It's something, you know, you need to know, but at the same time, we don't want you to follow it either. Well, it's not like, don't read it to a, to love it. Read it to be aware of another th- way that people are thinking. What happens if you read it and you do love it, though? <laughs> well, then you become a Nazi, I suppose. Oh. <laughs> Good thing I don't read. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, so, like, the, a Northwestern University professor, Laura Kipnis, writes, uh, yeah, Kipnis, emotional discomfort is now regarded as equivalent to material injury, and all injuries have to be remediated. Uh, hurting a student's feelings, even in the course of instruction that is absolutely appropriate and respectful, can now get a teacher into serious trouble. But how are you supposed to learn? I how. That builds character. Being challenged. Failing at something. Yeah. Whatever it may be. Learning from that experience and and doing it again after learning. That's called life, man. You're well, taking life away. Well, yeah, you well, yeah, failure you definitely learn a lot from and uh, but beyond that being challenged. Like if someone like even if you had a teacher that only said awful shit, even if he was preaching the prose of Nazism or something, if every day he stood up there and argued for being a Nazi, purely to make you argue against it. Um, it teaches you critical thought, how to dissect an argument, and how to like build your own replies instead of just being taught, like, this is correct, and you go, this is correct. You know, it's it's not regurgitated. You'd be challenged. Right. I mean, it's whatever I want it to be to a point. I mean, the way I feel about something is the way I should be able to relay it to anybody that I'm telling it to. And then if somebody disagrees with you, they can challenge you back and say you're stupid and maybe they change your mind, maybe they don't. But you know what? That's great. That's called a conversation. I don't care (laughs) if if you think I'm wrong. That's that's awesome. That's your opinion and and you're entitled to it. Yeah, maybe you prove me wrong and maybe I prove you wrong and maybe we both agree to disagree or punch each other in the face. Shit, I'll fucks with you. Shit, I'll fucks with you too. Great. Is that... Is that a yes? Yes, that's a yes. Then we'll fox with each other. Fox together. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So um, we asked for some trivia. We got a couple of of listener feedback things that are popping up. Yeah, so one um, is just on the whole Stump the Rob thing. Uh, We didn't get a lot so far, uh, but one was interesting. It was... um, you know, you're a baseball guy, a sports guy. You got lots of, lots of knowledge locked up in your brain. Yes. So it was uh, they said name the last twenty World Series champions. All right, let's see. <coughs> and I'm gonna look this up real quick to verify. <coughs> you verify. Okay, do it. Last year, San Francisco Giants. Thirteen was. Oh man! Man, I thought you'd rattle through five. No, no problem. I, this is going slow. I gotta, I gotta think real quick. Thirteen was. Oh shit! Why can I not think? Cardinals. Thirteen was the Cardinals. Twelve was the Giants. Eleven 
was you can do it. Let's see. I'm about to give up on this. I know this is taking a little too long. I perhaps your smoky treats have not been. Well, I know nine was the Yankees, ten was the Giants, eight was God. I don't even remember eight. I don't know. I'm I'm feel terrible now. Uh, Let's see. What if I go up the other way? Sure. Ninety five was the Braves. Ninety six was the Yankees. Ninety seven was the Yankees. Ninety eight was the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees. 99 was the... Or no, I'm sorry. 96 was the Yankees. 97 was the Marlins. 98, 99, 2000 was the Yankees. 2001 was Arizona. 2002 was the Angels. 2003 was the Marlins again. Mm -hmm. 2004 was the Red Sox. 2005 was the Cardinals. 2006. Uh, 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 2005. Was the Tigers. Was White Sox. Oh, White Sox. I forgot all about them. Yeah. Okay, so 04 Red Sox, 05 White Sox, 06 Cardinals, 07 Tigers. Uh, Got to find a better list. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah, so, so White Sox. 07 was Boston again. 13 was Boston. That's who that was. 13 was Boston. Uh, yeah, don't they have the odd year thing or something like that? Yeah, they won 04, 07, and, and 13. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, 13 was Red Sox. So what eight, were you asking about? Yeah. Eight is one. Eight I'm blanking on. Is, was that the Phillies. Tigers? Phillies. That's that against, against us. Yeah, yeah, that's why you yeah. blocked it out. That's why I blocked it out. I didn't believe. I'm a non believer. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's pretty close. Yeah. That's better than that 16% from what you were talking about earlier. That's an F everywhere I went to school. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got like 17 out of 20. That's like an 85. I'll take that B. Yeah, you did okay. Yeah, let's see. 2006 was the Cardinals. Um, Phillies 08, Yankees 09, 10 Giants, 11 Cardinals, 12 Giants, 13 Sox, 14 Giants. Yeah, the Giants are on a little roll, man. Three out of the last five. Yeah, yeah, they beat uh, the Royals last year. I was going for the Royals. I'm out in Kansas City a lot. Yeah, they haven't been good since uh, George Brett was on the team. They were good last year. They made the World Series. They're doing good. They got a better record than our Rays do this year so far. They they're playing a Rays kind of baseball. They are. That's why I like them last small year. Ball and, yeah. they, and they got pitching. Yep. So. James Shields. Well, no, not this he's year. on San Diego now. Yeah, but last year. So yeah, well, I don't know. They're. They're they're gonna be good. I don't think they're gonna go to the World Series again, though. No, I don't think so either. I think uh, I think if the Rays start getting some pieces back, we could have a late season push. That could be amazing. Well, we're saving our ass now based on our record. Yeah. Everybody thought we weren't gonna have a, a winning record, yeah, and we good do, imagine. which is great. So I hope we keep it up. Yeah, we're just half a game out of first AL East, and uh, our rookies are doing good. Uh, there are, you know, imagine if we had two more pitchers that were actually. Well, we're going to get Matt Moore back. Yeah, he's coming back. Soon. He's coming back. He's throwing. Cobb's not. And right? Cobb is done. Yeah. Cobb is done for the rest of this year and probably most of next year. And Smiley might be back. Smiley's going to be back in about a month and a half or so. Yeah. He's got a partially torn yeah, labrum. He decided in, not to do Tommy John. I no, think. he wouldn't have had Tommy John. He would have to have reconstructive shoulder uh, surgery, Jesus. which is almost you know equally as bad. They, yeah. The problem is with your shoulder, usually what most people tear is inside. So the stuff on the outside that's not torn and still good, they um, have to cut oh, to right. get to the bad stuff. So... Even if it's not necessarily really bad, it's 
it becomes one of those things like where you have to have the balloon under your arm uh-huh. for like a long time. It's eight, nine months. Yeah, similar as time. Like, actually, Tommy John's over a year recovery. But yeah, it's uh, so I saw that he was avoiding a year recovery for like pitching and stuff. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I think once a certain time has passed, I think you're you're able to use your arm to some capacity. I mean, pitching. Who cares about doing other Dude, stuff? Dude, what if I have to wipe my ass? I mean, <laughs> I have to learn left-handed. That was. That would suck. There's sometimes that uh, certain injuries you have to get somebody to help you wipe your ass, man. I'm getting a shower. <laughs> Every <laughs> time you got a shower. Every time, bro. Yeah. Every time. All right. This is my favorite thing. This is something that we're going to keep going. Um, and anybody else that wants to write to us, remember it's uh, confusion at noisefly.com. Confusion at noisefly.com. And then, of course, on Twitter. You can hit us up, uh, Ball of Rob or Frank underscore Craft. That's C R A F T. I didn't spell it, but it's not K R A F T. Okay, no like macaroni for this motherfucker. Velveeta's way better anyway. Screw your craft. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not that powdered bullshit. Yeah, my cheese ain't no powder. Your bullshit yellow anthrax. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is from uh, George in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Mm. All right, this was an email that came in. Uh, you said that you had a friend giving out relationship advice who was the last person to go to for relationship advice. That's how we ended the show. This is so funny. Yeah, so I figure I can go to you for relationship advice. Um, and I don't want to stick to just relationship advice. If anybody wants any advice from Rob, let's uh, write to us. Uh, so a couple of months ago, I was thinking about breaking up with my girl. Things weren't fist-flying awful, but they weren't great. One night, I was at a bar and decided that I was going to break up with her, got a few drinks in me, and celebrated by hooking up with a sorta stranger who I've had my eye on. Next morning, I regretted it horribly, and I don't think I want to break up with my chick anymore. Things have improved, but, of course, now I have cheated on her. So, should I tell her? Well, you know... I like the sort of stranger thing. What the fuck's a sort of stranger? That means it's friends with benefits kind of situation. It's somebody that you probably know, and he's probably fucked her before. Well, he said he, yeah, let's see, he said uh, who I've had my eye on. So okay, so he hasn't fucked her before, yeah, but he I mind think, fucked her before. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's thought about. There, there was some eye raping going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know that's a tough one because I think cheating sucks. Yeah. You know, just because. I try to put myself in the situation and think about how I would feel. No. And to be honest with you, I'd, I'd probably choke the life out of the motherfucker. <laughs> True that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, in that sense, I would say, you, you know, you probably shouldn't have done it. But Can't put that the toothpaste fact that you, back in the tube. The, the fact that you did it, you know, it, it really boils down to, are you really going to stay with this girl? Is she somebody that you think you're going to spend the rest of your life with, I would say at that point, don't tell her. Mm. Keep it to yourself. Don't ask, don't tell. You know, you got away with one. So because they're like, they don't appear to be engaged or married or anything, you think that maybe if you truly think soulmate, this will last forever, don't say anything. I think don't say anything. I think keep the good thing going. Learn from your mistake. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is one of those learning experiences, you know, know how it felt and just realize that if it happens to you, you have to take a different approach because you kind of did it too. Right. Now, on the other hand, I would say if you don't think that you're going to be with her 
forever. Maybe sit her down and tell her, be honest with her, see what happens. And then, you know, if it wasn't meant to be, it wasn't meant to be. But I, I'm thinking if you know in your heart that you're going to stay with her, I would probably not say anything. When my question, too, is like, so this guy is sitting there like, fuck it. I'm going to break up with her. So we're done. So I'm going to fuck that girl, right? So now... You're right. That's kind of a dick move. So, yeah, now it's like, well... George, that was kind of a dick move. I'm just saying. So now I'm wondering if, uh, you know, he's like, now I want to be with her. It's like, well, do you? Or are you just feeling guilty? And then fucking a month from now, you're going to be like, well, you know... I would say this is kind of like uh, an experiment. Yeah. You know, let's let's see what happens. George, I want to know... Give us some updates. <laughs> you know, if you're gonna break up with well, her, well, you gotta give her, give her the, give him the advice. So you say, well, don't, I'm don't say, ask, don't tell. Huh? Uh, I'm saying if he is truly gonna stay with her and she's the one, well, let me play devil's advocate with that theory because uh, you know, at first I was nodding along, but so like if if he doesn't think, you know, it's like if he's not like, oh yeah, this could be forever, um, you know, like telling her, you might as well just break up at that point because if it's like you don't. It's like, I don't know how long this is going to last. I should tell her. That's essentially, it's like, well, so break up. But, um, so play devil's advocate, if he thinks that this is something that could last forever, yeah. uh, wouldn't it be theoretically strong enough to withstand that kind of news? Or do you think, like, wait, wait down the line? And Are you referencing the, the olive branch? Theory where is this? let her go, and if she comes back, it was uh, meant to be. Well, I wasn't saying break up, but do you think, like, yeah, it's like, you know, I should bring it up because, you know, if this lasts forever. Yeah, I mean, what what do you guys share? Do you, do you share bills? Do you share a house? Mm. What is this going to do? Yeah. I mean, you got to weigh everything out. And like I said, I, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. But... The fact that it's done and she don't know, I mean, if you don't believe that you're going to do it again <laughs> and and you think you're going to be with her, I, I wouldn't say anything, I mean, honestly. To, if you don't believe, like, all you have to do to believe you're not going to do it again is not do it again. I've got this theory. That this is true, but you, you got to, I mean, you, you kind of got to be there. What, what was this other girl doing? Was she just kicking it out wide? You know, I mean, the fact Put that he was able to fuck her vagina, that night, I, ima- I imagine she's not a particular person since he closed the deal that night. <laughs> right, but but like you said, he's had his eye on her for a mm. while. They, they've probably been some sort of acquaintance. Yeah, maybe. So, and she might have been real forward and just said, George, I want you to fuck me. Take me out <laughs> to the car and fuck me. Take me out to the you Chapel know, Hill moon. Uh, when, when you're thinking with your other head... Sometimes you always don't make the best decisions. I've got this theory, guided by some some experience in, in college and whatnot. Penis? But, uh, penis. Um, I think sometimes, I think this George thing goes along with, uh, I think sometimes a guy will just think that this this person, this chick, you know, it's like, oh, I just gotta fuck that girl, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's worth, uh, it's worth cheating or it's worth, like, ending the relationship because this girl's so awesome. And I think that that thought typically lasts until about three seconds after the after ejaculate. the nut. Yeah, 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 yeah. And after that, it's like, oh god, this no post nut remorse. Yeah, suddenly like the sheen comes off. You're like, I didn't notice that big mole on her fucking cheek. She is a fucking sea donkey. Oh my god, <laughs> is that 
Is that a goatee? Has she always had the goatee? Oh my god, she's got a beard. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. Like, anyway, I think that happens a, a lot. I know it happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. I know it does. Take yeah. one for the team, buddy. Take one for the team. So just Wingman it. So, George, I guess if you decide to uh, to tell her, maybe video it? Video it and realize it might blow up in your face? Or it might blow up on YouTube. Maybe you video it. Maybe you send it a link our way. Maybe yeah, we just can... realize you might have to make a deal with her that, you know, she's allowed to fuck somebody else. Just and one you time. Know about, yeah, just one time. I'm going to go get some big Latin guy rocking a giant cock just to plow me down to nothing. <laughs> just so you can think about it and just know that, you know, I get to think about you putting your dick in some other fucking slut's fucking vagina. That doesn't make me feel good. So now I'm going to go get plowed with this giant cock. And then you're not going to feel good. And then maybe at that point we're even and we can move on. But at that point you're fucking dead to me. Oh, I think I want to take the chop of you saying I'm going to go get plowed with this giant cock and add that to the intro music. <laughs> Whatever. Indeed. You don't, know the, you don't know the backstory to that. The, back, the plowed cock in your backstory. <laughs> oh my god, those are forgiven. Let me get a couple of them back those. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Alright, man. Well it looks like our time has come to an end again this Ridiculous. week. Ridiculous, there's no way. Yeah, man, time is relative. It flies. Flies. Alright, so I guess we're gonna do some sign out again this week. How I'm out of here. Yeah, that'll do.